Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Jill Bennett sitting in for Simi Sarah this week. Well, we have seen footage of some of the devastation caused by various wildfires burning in British Columbia. We know structures have been lost in some areas as well. We know vehicles have also been destroyed. ICBC put out a bit of a reminder uh, a couple of days ago, uh, reminding people, make sure you have a plan. Uh, If you lose your driver's license, what you can do. And reminding people as well that basic auto insurance does not cover damage from wildfires, that you do need comprehensive or specified perils coverages from either ICBC or from another insurer. Well, joining us to talk more about to this is Trevor Halford, Shadow Minister for Transportation and Infrastructure with BC United. Trevor, thanks so much for coming on the show this morning. Thanks for having me, Jill. Appreciate uh, it. Is this a, a reminder, do you think, then, for people that uh, we are living in uh, times where we are seeing wildfires every year and, and making sure that uh, that they're up to date and they've got sufficient coverage? Um, I, I guess. Uh, you know, I think that part of the issue here is, though, too, is that, um, you know, you're, you're looking at people that are in absolute crisis right now. So I think that... Uh, you know, um, optimally, we want to make sure people have every coverage they, they need. But again, um, I think it's on ICBC and the government to make sure, too, that they're working with, with communities, with affected people, um, you know, that, that may not have that coverage. I, I, I saw in the statement that you can't purchase that coverage if you're on evacuation order uh, until it's been lifted. And for a lot of people, um, they may have just been visiting. They may be there for a medical appointment. Um, when all this transpired. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that common sense prevails a little bit here as well, too. In that, and when you say common sense prevails, that, that ICBC waives the, the, that rule of not being able to purchase comprehensive if you're already under an alert or order or, or, or does something different? Yeah, like I, I think that if, you know, depending on the each, each individual situation, I, you know, we understand that the wildfires and they're becoming all too common right now. And I, I think that we can all agree when we see that. But uh, for a lot of people, I think that they are, you know, the, the statement that ICBC put out the other day, um, that may be helpful if it's been put out, um, you know, in January or, or February, um, or working with people in those communities to make sure that they're education, educated on uh, the type of insurance they may need when it comes to wildfires. Right. And and I would, I mean, I mean, we're talking about wildfires right now because the wildfires are, are burning. But I would think, too, if, if you have a vehicle, uh, you should know whether it's uh, whether it's wildfire fire season or not. You should know, shouldn't you, what comprehensive insurance is and what basic insurance is and what's covered. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, you should. When you get your insurance, you should be educated on, on what your insurance covers. But Again, is there are some people here that have, have gone down there for whether it's a, a medical issue to visit a, a sick loved one or um, to support their family, and they may not have that coverage. So, again, um, you know, it's it's you know, I think that maybe it's time to look at the policy in terms of if there's evacuation orders of whether or not people will be able to kind of extend their coverage or 
or, or purchase additional coverage. But, you know, this is something where you're, you're looking at families that could have a, you know, if they have a truck, a $50,000 vehicle wiped out and not have the, uh, not have the insurance to pay for it. Right. Although, I mean, just to play devil's advocate on that, why why would you have a $50,000 vehicle and not have comprehensive insurance at all? Wouldn't that be kind of ridiculous to not have comprehensive insurance? Well, you know, to be honest with you, Jill, I think it comes down to every family's uh, decision, right? And, you know, that, that would be the most ideal case. And I can tell you, you know, some people that you know, are struggling to make ends meet. And I, I know that trucks can be very expensive, but in some areas there, trucks is, having a truck is an absolute necessity. So I, I think that, you know, it should come down to, you know, hopefully people make the right decisions when they purchase their insurance. But again, um, you know, I think part of it is I've, I've had since this uh, story came out, I've had people come up to me and they actually did not know that fire did not cover um, their basic insurance. So, you know, and these are people that are, you know, you, you think that might know that, but they don't. Um, so I, I think that there needs to be a little bit more education done on this by ICBC. Uh, Trevor, I'm curious as well, uh, your thoughts on uh, the declaration of the, the state of emergency. And again, uh, we were talking uh, earlier today with Rob Shaw, a political uh, correspondent, and he was making the point that every time, which thankfully it's not that often, but every time something happens, whether it's COVID or wildfires, that the province is in a position to declare a state of emergency for the whole province, it does seem to get a bit political. And there, there seems to be uh, a reluctance to make that call. What are your thoughts on on kind of, I, I suppose you could call it the delay or the amount of time it took for the declaration of the state of emergency this time? Well, I, I think that, so first of all, you know, I don't want to get political on this because I think every, uh, I hope every MLA is, is focused on the fires at hand right now and, and affecting uh, their, their individual communities. And, and, and I know that, but um, I think part of the, the challenge is, is that when you have ministers say that, uh, you know, a declaration of a state of emergency is not necessary, and then just two hours later you have the premier come out and say that they're going forward with it, I think that that shows a bit of a disconnect, right? And, uh, you know, I, I know that everybody's doing their best at this point, but it's having every tool in the toolbox necessary um, and having that... Uh, having that uh, that declaration made i think gives the province a, a few more tools and it, it's there now but could it have been there earlier um i think a number of people say that it could have been and uh, your thoughts as well on uh, what we're also seeing as far as it, it's pretty amazing looking at some of the footage with the the fire departments that have come from different parts of the province that are now uh, helping to fight these the, the wildfires uh, whether it's in the shoe swap uh, other parts of the Ogano- uh, of the Okanagan um, what are your thoughts on that as far as uh, just seeing the response to these fires yeah, yeah i the, the the men and women that are out there fighting every day are Across not only the, the province, but across the country. Um, no, I'm seeing Surrey firefighters that have left. I've seen White Rock firefighters that have left. Um, Coquitlam. And it's just, you know, and I saw the, the one firefighter from Williams Lake that, um, you know, on the news last night that, that got his time off in order to go and fight the fires. So I, I think that there's such a, it, it's such a pride that fills. But listen, I, you know, when I went to bed last night, you know, I, I thought about the number of people that weren't. And I saw in the newscast yesterday that, you know, there's people that are working over 24-hour shifts. And 
and they're they're just giving it all they can. So it's it's you know I almost feel uh, weird commenting on that because you know I'm you know I'm going to get my day started here and and there's people that have been going about their day for about 36 hours. So um, you know I, I can't I don't think there's enough gratitude in our province for the people that are fighting on the front lines right now. I, I really don't. Uh, I think a, a lot of people would agree uh, with that. Trevor, we'll leave it there for today. Thanks, as always, for coming on the show. Thanks, Jill. Appreciate it.